Welcome to today's Triple Z. The Triple Z Podcast is a daily program that you can use to help you fall asleep each night. Just turn down the volume, lay back, relax, and enjoy as you fall asleep. Today, The Legend of Zelda, Tears of the Kingdom launches, so we thought we'd read its Wikipedia entry. Back when we were first testing this podcast, this Wikipedia page was the first episode we made. After having our test audience, friends, and family listen to it, we decided that it was too interesting to help people sleep, and so it ended up never being released. However, with the release of the new game, we thought it would be fitting to do this episode anyway. We hope you enjoy. If you enjoy our program, Please be sure to write us a review on your podcast platform and share us with a friend. You both might sleep just a little better at night. Our website is triple Z, that's three Z's dot media. You can also like and share our content on Facebook or our Instagram account ZZZ Media Podcast. Music for today's episode was provided by the Sleep Channel on Spotify. The Legend of Zelda is an action-adventure game franchise created by the Japanese game designer Shigeru Miyamoto and Takashi Tezuka. It is primarily developed and published by Nintendo, although some portable installments and re-releases have been outsourced to Flagship, Danpool, and Gretzo. The gameplay incorporates action-adventure and elements of action RPG games. The series centers on the various incarnations of Link, a courageous young man of the elf-like Hylian race, and Princess Zelda, a magical princess who is the mortal reincarnation of the goddess Hylia, as they fight to save the magical land of Hyrule from Ganon, an evil warlord turned demon king, who is the principal antagonist of the series. Ganon wishes to use the Triforce, a sacred relic left behind by the three goddesses that created Hyrule, to remake the world in his own dark image. When gathered together, the power of the Triforce can grant any wish its user desires. However, if someone with a heart that does not possess a balance of the three virtues of power, courage, and wisdom attempts to touch the Triforce, it will split into three triangles and bond with three people whose hearts embody the required virtue. Although their personalities and backstory differ from game to game, the incarnations of Link and Zelda often have many traits in common, such as Link often being left-handed and clad in green, and Zelda being associated with wisdom, light, and prophesy. While the conflict with Ganon serves as a backbone for the series, some games have featured other settings and antagonists, with Link traveling or being sent to these other lands in their time of need. Since the original Legend of Zelda was released in 1986, the series has expanded to include 19 entries on all of Nintendo's major game consoles, as well as a number of spin-offs. An American animated TV series based on the games aired in 1989 and individual manga adaptations commissioned by Nintendo have been produced in Japan since 1997. The Legend of Zelda is one of Nintendo's most successful franchises. Several of its entries are considered among the greatest video games of all time. 
The Legend of Zelda games feature a mix of puzzles, action, adventure slash battle gameplay, and exploration. These elements have remained constant throughout the series, but with refinements and additions featured in each new game. Later games in the series also include stealth gameplay, where the player must avoid enemies while proceeding through a level, as well as racing elements. Although the games can be beaten with a minimal amount of exploration and side quests, the player is frequently rewarded with helpful items or increased abilities for solving puzzles or exploring hidden areas. Some items are consistent and appear many times throughout the series, such as bombs and bomb flowers, which can be used both as weapons and to open blocked or hidden doorways, boomerangs, which can kill or paralyze enemies, keys for locked doors, magic swords, shields, and bows and arrows, while others are unique to a single game. Though the games contain role-playing elements, Zelda 2, The Adventure of Link is the only one to include an experience system. They emphasize straightforward hack-and-slash-style combat over the strategic, turn-based or active-time combat of series like Final Fantasy. The game's role-playing elements, however, have led to much debate over whether or not the Zelda games should be classified as action role-playing games, a genre on which the series has had a strong influence. Miyamoto himself disagreed with the RPG label, but classified Zelda as a real-time adventure game. He said he was not interested in systems where everything in the game is decided by stats and numbers, but what's important to me is to preserve as much of that lift feeling as possible, which he said action games are better suited in conveying to players. Every game in the main Zelda series has consisted of three principal areas, an overworld which connects all other areas, in which movement is multidirectional, allowing the player some degree of freedom of action, areas of interaction with other characters, merely caves or hidden limbs in the first game, but expanding to entire towns and cities in subsequent games, in which the player gains special items or advice, can purchase equipment or complete side quests, and dungeons, areas of Labyrinth and layout, usually underground, comprising a wide range of difficult enemies, bosses, and items. Each dungeon usually has one major item inside, which can be essential for solving many of the puzzles within that dungeon and often plays a crucial role in defeating that dungeon's boss, as well as progressing through the game. In nearly every Zelda game, navigating a dungeon is aided by locating a map which reveals its layout, and a magic compass, which reveals the location of significant and smaller items such as keys and equipment. In later games, the dungeon includes a special big key that will unlock the door to battle the dungeon's boss enemy and open the item chest. In most Zelda games, the player's HP or life meter is represented by a line of hearts, each heart typically representing two hit points. At the start of the game, the player only has three hearts, but players can increase their max hearts by finding heart-shaped crystals called heart containers. Full heart containers are usually received at the end of dungeons and dropped by dungeon bosses. 
Smaller pieces of heart are awarded for completing side quests or found hidden around the game world in various places and require a certain number, usually four, to form a full heart container. Health can be replenished by picking up hearts left by defeated enemies or destroyed objects, consuming items such as potions or food, or going to a great fairy fountain to have the great fairy heal Link completely. Occasionally, the player will find fairies hidden in specific locations. These fairies can either heal Link immediately or be kept in empty bottles and will revive the player the next time they die. The games pioneered a number of features that were to become industry standards. The original Legend of Zelda was the first console game with a save function that enabled players to stop playing and then resume later. The Legend of Zelda Ocarina of Time introduced a targeting system that let the player lock the camera onto enemy or friendly NPCs which simplified 3D combat. The Legend of Zelda was principally inspired by Shigeru Miyamoto's explorations as a young boy in the hillsides, forests, and caves surrounding his childhood home in Sanob, Japan where he ventured into forests with secluded lakes, caves, and rural villages. According to Miyamoto, one of his most memorable experiences was the discovery of a cave entrance in the middle of the woods. After some hesitation, he apprehensively entered the cave and explored its depths with the aid of a lantern. Miyamoto has referred to the creation of the Zelda games as an attempt to bring to life a miniature garden for players to play within each game of the series. The story and setting was developed by Takashi Tezuka. Seeking to create a fairy tale adventure game, Tezuka drew inspirations from fantasy books such as J. R. R. Tolkien's The Lord of the Rings. According to Keiji Terui, who wrote the backstory in the first game's manual, the location named Death Mountain was initially a working title for the Legend of the Triforce which was written with inspirations from the battles of medieval Europe. The Master Sword was introduced as Excalibur in the French version of A Link to the Past, which originates from the Legend of King Arthur in the Welsh collection of Mabinogen. Celtic mythology also inspired the name of Link's steed, Epona, based on the Celtic goddess of fertility. Hearing of American novelist, socialite, and painter Zelda Fitzgerald, Miyamoto thought the name sounded pleasant and significant. Paying tribute, he chose to name the princess after her and titled it The Legend of Zelda. Link and the fairy were inspired by Peter Pan and Tinkerbell. When making the series made the transition to 3D, the combat system of Ocarina of Time was based on the Chambara, Samurai, style of Japanese sword fighting. Games in the Legend of Zelda series frequently feature in-game musical instruments, particularly in musical puzzles, which are widespread. Often, instruments trigger game events, for example, the recorder in The Legend of Zelda can reveal secret areas, as well as warp linked to the dungeon entrances. This warping with music feature has also been used in A Link to the Past and Link's Awakening. In Ocarina of Time, playing instruments is a core part of the game, 
with the player needing to play the instrument through the use of the game controller to succeed. Ocarina of Time is first contemporary non-dance title to feature music making as part of its gameplay, using music as a heuristic device and requiring the player to utilize songs to progress in the game, a game mechanic that is also present in Majora's Mask. The Legend of Zelda theme is a recurring piece of music that was created for the first game of the franchise. The composer and sound director of the series, Koji Kondo initially planned to use Maurice Ravel's Bolero as the game's title theme, but was forced to change it when he learned, late in the game's development cycle, that the copyright for the orchestral piece had not yet expired. As a result, Kondo wrote a new arrangement of the overworld theme within one day. The Zelda theme has topped ScrewAttack's top 10 video game themes ever list. Up until Breath of the Wild, the Legend of Zelda series avoided using voice acting and speaking roles, relying instead on written dialogue. Series producer A.G. Aonuma previously stated that as Link is entirely mute, having the other characters speak while Link remains silent would be off-putting. Instead of theme music for different locations, Breath of the Wild plays natural ambience around the player as main sounds, in addition to some minimalist piano music. The Legend of Zelda takes place predominantly in a medieval Western Europe-inspired fantasy world called Hyrule, which has developed a deep history and wide geography over the series' many releases. Much of the backstory of the creation of Hyrule was revealed in the games and linked to the past, Ocarina of Time, The Wind Waker, Twilight Princess, Skyward Sword, and A Link Between Worlds. Hyrule's principal inhabitants are pointy-eared, elf-like humanoids called Hylians, which include the player character, Link, and the eponymous princess, Zelda. The fictional universe established by the Zelda games sets the stage for each adventure. Some games take place in different lands with their own backstories. Itopia is a connected kingdom, Labrina and Halodrum are different countries separate from the kingdom of Hyrule, Termina and Laurel serve as parallel worlds, and Koalent is an island far away from Hyrule that appears to be part of a dream. According to the in-game backstories, the world of Hyrule was created by the three golden goddesses, Din, Faror, and Nehru. Before departing, the goddesses left a sacred artifact called the Triforce, which could grant powers to the user. It physically manifests itself as three golden triangles in which each embodies one of the goddesses' virtues, power, courage, and wisdom. However, because the Triforce has no will of its own and it cannot judge between good and evil, it will grant any wish indiscriminately. Because of this, it was placed within an alternate world called the Sacred Realm or the Golden Land until one worthy of its power and has balanced virtues of power, wisdom, and courage in their heart could obtain it in its entirety. If a person is not of a balanced heart, the Triforce part that the user mostly believes in will stay with that person and the remainder will seek out others. 
In order to master and control the Triforce as a whole, the user must get the other parts found in other individuals and bring them together to reunite them. The Sacred Realm can itself be affected by the heart of those who enters it. Those who are pure will make it a paradise, while those who are evil will transform it into a dark realm. In Skyward Sword, the Triforce was sought by the Demon King Demise, an eternal being that had conquered time itself. After a long battle against the goddess Hylia, guardian of the Triforce, Demise was sealed away within her temple. Hylia, placing the Hylians on a floating island called Skyloft in the sky to protect them, orchestrated a means to stop the demon from escaping, creating the goddess sword later becoming the master sword for her chosen hero and discarding her divinity to be reborn among the people of Skyloft. In time, Zelda and Link, the reborn Ilya and her predestined warrior, enacted the goddess's plan and demise was destroyed, but he vowed that his rage would be reborn and forever plague those descended from Link and Zelda. Following the establishment of Hyrule Kingdom, Demise's prophecy came to fruition in Ocarina of Time, when Ganondorf's attempt to get the Triforce scattered it within gaining the Triforce of Power. The Triforce of Wisdom ended up with the Hylian princesses descended from Zelda, each named after her, while the Triforce of Courage is passed to a youth named Link across generations. While the Triforces of Power and Wisdom have been part of the series since the original The Legend of Zelda, it was only in Zelda 2, The Adventure of Link that the Triforce of Courage was first introduced, being obtained by Link at the end of his quest. The Triforce, or even a piece of it, is not always distributed as a whole. Such as in The Wind Waker, Link must find all the pieces, called Triforce Shards, of the Triforce of Courage before he can return to Hyrule. Even in the original The Legend of Zelda, Zelda breaks her Triforce of Wisdom into eight pieces for Link to find before she was captured by Ganon. The chronology of The Legend of Zelda series was a subject of much debate among fans until an official timeline was released within the Hyrule Historia Collector's book, first released in Japan in December 2011. Prior to its release, in a 2003 interview, series creator Shigeru Miyamoto confirmed the existence of an internal document which connected all the games, with series producer Eiji Aonuma later revealing in 2010 the confidential nature of this document, which only himself, Miyamoto, and the director of each game had access to. In-game content, marketing material, and developer statements once partially established a timeline of the released installments, the original The Legend of Zelda was followed by Zelda II, The Adventure of Link as a direct sequel, which takes place several years later. A Link to the Past is a prequel to the previous two games and is followed by Link's Awakening. Ocarina of Time is a prequel to A Link to the Past and takes the story many centuries back according to character designer Satoru. Takizawa, it was meant to implicitly tell the story of the imprisoning war and was followed by Majora's Mask as a direct sequel, set a few months later, 
for swords upon its release was considered the oldest tale in the series' chronology, predating Ocarina of Time. The Wind Waker takes place in one of the parallel timelines that emerged from Ocarina of Time more than a century later, in the adult era. For Swords Adventures, upon its release, was considered to be a direct sequel to Four. Swords, set sometime after its events, the Minish Cap is a prequel to Four Swords, telling of the origins of villain Vati and the creation of the Four Sword. Twilight Princess takes place in another of the parallel timelines that emerged from Ocarina of Time more than a century later. In the Child Era, Phantom Hourglass is a direct sequel to The Wind Waker and is followed by Spirit Tracks, which is set about a century later on a land far away from the setting of The Wind Waker. Skyward Sword precedes the Minish Cap, telling the story of the creation of the Master Sword. A Link Between Worlds takes place six generations after A Link to the Past and features the Triforce being reunited and Ganon being resurrected. Triforce Heroes is a direct sequel to A Link Between Worlds, which takes place several years later. Breath of the Wild takes place after all previous games in the series, without specifying a direct connection to any of the three timeline branches. In the early 2000s, Nintendo of America released a timeline on the official website of the series as one of the possible interpretation of the events from all entries released up to that point, featuring a single protagonist named Link, the hero of time from its first adventure in Ocarina of Time. It was followed by Majora's Mask, A Link to the Past, Oracle of Seasons, Oracle of Ages, the original The Legend of Zelda, Zelda II, The Adventure of Link, and finally Link's Awakening. In 2011, series translator Daniel Ozen revealed that, at one point, his co-workers at Nintendo of America and him conceived another complete timeline and intended to make it available online, but the Japanese series developers rejected the idea so that the placement of each game would be kept open to the imagination of the players. On December 21, 2011, to celebrate 25th anniversary of the series, the Hyrule Historia art book was published by Shaka Kukin, which contained an official timeline of the fictional chronology of the series up to that point. This timeline subsequently posits that following Ocarina of Time, it splits into three alternate routes. In one, Link fails to defeat Ganon, leading into the imprisoning war and a link to the past, Oracle of Seasons and Oracle of Ages, Link's Awakening, a link between worlds and Triforce heroes were released after the timeline, The Legend of Zelda and The Adventure of Link. In the second and third, Link is successful, leading to a timeline split between his childhood, when Zelda sends him back in time so he can use the wisdom he has gained to warn Zelda in the past of the horrifying fate of Hyrule and adulthood, where the Zelda from the future lives on to try and rebuild the kingdom. His childhood continues with Majora's Mask, followed by Twilight Princess and Four Swords Adventures. The timeline from his adult life continues into Wind Waker, Phantom Hourglass, and Spirit Tracks. 
In 2018, Nintendo revealed Breath of the Wild's timeline placement after all previous games in the series, without specifying a connection to any of the three timeline branches. Aonuma and Breath of the Wild director, Hidemaro Fujibayashi, justified the vague placement with the previous idea of keeping it open to players' imaginations. Nintendo also moved Link's Awakening to take place before Oracle of Seasons and Oracle of Ages. In November 2020, Nintendo released Hyrule Warriors, Age of Calamity, and marketed the game as a prequel to Breath of the Wild, being set 100 years before. However, the events of Age of Calamity diverged from the backstory established in Breath of the Wild, creating an alternate timeline separate from it. The central protagonist of the Legend of Zelda series, Link is the name of various young male Hylians who characteristically wear a green tunic and a pointed cap and are the bearers of the Triforce of Courage. In most games, the player can give Link a different name before the start of the adventure, and he will be referred by that given name throughout by the non-player characters, NPCs. In Link's Awakening, if the player steals from the shop, characters would later refer to him as Thief. Miyamoto said in a 2002 interview that he named the protagonist Link because the character is Slash was supposed to be the link between the player and the game world that he, Miyamoto, had created. The various Links each have a special title, such as Hero of Time, Hero of the Winds, or Hero Chosen by the Gods. Like many silent protagonists in video games, Link does not speak, only producing grunts, yells, or similar sounds. Despite the player not seeing the dialogue, it is referenced secondhand by in-game characters, showing that he is not, in fact, mute. Link is shown as a silent protagonist so that the audience is able to have their own thoughts as to how their Link would answer the characters instead of him having scripted responses. Princess Zelda is the Princess of Hyrule and the Guardian of the Triforce of Wisdom. Her name is present in many of her female ancestors and descendants. While most games require Link to save Zelda from Ganon, she sometimes plays a supporting role in battle, using magical powers and weapons such as light arrows to aid Link. With the exception of the CDI games, which were not official Nintendo games, she was not playable in the main series until Spirit Tracks, where she becomes a spirit and can possess a Phantom Knight that can be controlled by the player. Zelda appears under various other aliases and alter egos, including Sheik in Ocarina of Time and Tetra in The Wind Waker and Phantom Hourglass. In Skyward Sword, it is revealed that the Zelda of that game is a reincarnation of the goddess Hylia, whose power flows through the royal bloodline. The name Zelda derives from the American novelist Zelda Fitzgerald. Ganon, also known as Ganondorf in his humanoid form, is the main antagonist and the final boss in the majority of the Legend of Zelda games. In this series, Ganondorf is the leader of a race of desert brigands called the Gerudo, which consists entirely of female warriors save for one man born every 100 years. 
He is significantly taller than other human NPCs, but his looks vary between games, often taking the form of a monstrous anthropomorphic boar. His specific motives vary from game to game, but most often his plans include him kidnapping Princess Zelda and planning to achieve domination of Hyrule and presumably the world beyond it. To this end, he seeks the Triforce, a powerful magical relic. He often possesses a portion of the Triforce called the Triforce of Power, which gives him great strength. However, it is often not enough to accomplish his ends, leading him to hunt the remaining Triforce pieces. Unlike Link, Zelda, and most other recurring characters, he is actually the same person in every game, with the exception of Four Swords Adventures, where he is a reincarnation of the original. In each game the battles with him are different and he fights using different styles. The game Skyward Sword indicates that Ganon is a reincarnation of an evil deity known as Demise. The Legend of Zelda, the first game of the series, was first released in Japan on February 21, 1986 on the Famicom Disk System. A cartridge version for the Nintendo Entertainment System, using battery back memory, was released in the United States on August 22, 1987, and in Europe on November 27, 1987. The game features a second quest, accessible either upon completing the game or by registering one's name as Zelda when starting a new quest. The second quest features different dungeons and item placement and more difficult enemies. A modified version of the original Famicom game, BS Zelda no Densetsu, was released for the Super Famicom satellite-based expansion, Satellaview, on August 6, 1995, in Japan. A second Satellaview game, BS Zelda no Densetsu Map 2, was released for the Satellaview on December 30th the same year. Both games featured rearranged dungeons, an altered overworld, and new voice-acted plot lines. The second game, Zelda II, The Adventure of Link, was released for the Famicom Disk System in Japan on January 14, 1987, and for the Nintendo Entertainment System in Europe in November and North America in December 1988. The game exchanged the top-down perspective for side-scrolling, though the top-down point of view was retained for overworld areas and introduced RPG elements such as experience points not used previously or thereafter in the series. The Legend of Zelda and Zelda II were released in gold-colored cartridges instead of the console's regular gray cartridges. Both were re-released in the final years of the Nintendo Entertainment System with gray cartridges. For years later, a Link to the Past returned to the top-down view under a three-quarters perspective and added the concept of an alternate dimension, the Dark World. The game was released for the Super NES on November 21, 1991. A downloadable version of A Link to the Past and an exclusive modified version called BS Zelda no Densetsu Inishi no Sekiben were released on the Satellaview in Japan on March 2nd and 30th, 1997, respectively. 
A Link to the Past was re-released for the Game Boy Advance in 2002. The SNES version was later re-released on the Wii Virtual Console on January 22, 2007 on the Wii Virtual Console and on Nintendo Switch Online. Three Zelda-themed LCD games were created between 1989 and 1992. The Zelda version of Nintendo's Game & Watch series was released first in August 1989 as a dual-screen handheld electronic game similar in appearance to today's Nintendo DS. It was re-released in 1998 as a Toymax Inc. mini-classic and was later included as an unlockable extra in Game & Watch Gallery 4, a 2002 compilation for the Game Boy Advance. While the game and watch Zelda was developed in-house by Nintendo, the subsequent two LCD games were developed by third parties under license by Nintendo. In October 1989, The Legend of Zelda was developed by Nelsonic as part of its game watch line. This game was an actual digital watch with primitive gameplay based on the original Legend of Zelda. In 1992, Epic Company developed Zelda no Densetsu, Kamigami no Triforce for its Barcode Battler 2 console. The game employed card scanning technology similar to the later released Nintendo E-Reader. The next game, Link's Awakening, for Nintendo's Game Boy, is the first Zelda for a handheld, and the first set outside Hyrule and to exclude Princess Zelda. Link's Awakening was re-released, in full color, as a launch game for the Game Boy Color in 1998 as Link's Awakening DX. This remaster features additions such as an extra color-based dungeon and a Photoshop that allows interaction with the Game Boy printer. Link's Awakening DX was released on the 3DS Virtual Console on June 7, 2011. An HD remake of Link's Awakening was released for the Nintendo Switch in 2019. A series of video games was developed and released for the Philips CDI in the early 1990s as a product of a compromise between Philips and Nintendo after the companies failed to develop a CD-ROM peripheral for the Super NES. Created independently with no observation by or influence from Nintendo, the games are Link the Faces of Evil and Zelda, the Wand of Game Lawn, together with Zelda's Adventure. Nintendo never acknowledged them in the Zelda timeline, and they are considered to be in a separate, self-contained canon. These games are widely acknowledged to be the worst installments in the series, though have since gained a cult following in the form of internet memes. After five years without a new game, the series made the transition to 3D with Ocarina of Time for the Nintendo 64, which was released in November 1998. This game, initially known as Zelda 64, retains the core gameplay of the previous 2D games and was very successful commercially and critically, considered by many critics and gamers to be the best video game of all time and ranking highly on IGN and EGM's greatest games of all time lists, as well as scoring perfect scores in several video game publications. 
In February 2006, it was ranked by Nintendo Power as the best game released for a Nintendo console. The game was originally developed for the poorly selling Japanese-only 64DD, but was converted to cartridge format when the 64DD hardware was delayed. A new gameplay mechanic, lock-on targeting, is used in the game, which focuses the camera on a nearby target and alters the player's actions relative to that target. Such mechanics allow precise sword fighting in a 3D space. The game heavily uses context-sensitive button play, which enabled the player to control various actions with Link using only one button on the Nintendo 64's controller. Each action was handled slightly differently but all used a button to perform. For instance, standing next to a block and pressing a made Link grab it, enabling him to push slash pull it, but moving forwards into a block and pressing a loud Link to climb the block. The game featured the first appearance of Link's horse, Epona, allowing Link to travel quickly across land and fire arrows from horseback. Those who pre-ordered the game received a gold-colored cartridge in a limited edition box with a golden plastic car affixed, reading Collector's Edition. In some stores that had this Collector's Edition quickly sell out, a small and rare Zelda pin was given instead. It is the sword and shield emblem with Zelda written on it. Very few of them are known to remain. Ocarina of Time was re-released on the GameCube in 2002 when it was offered as a pre-order incentive for the Wind Waker in the U.S., Canada, and Japan. It includes the cancelled 64DD expansion for Ocarina of Time known as Eura Zelda during development. Named Ocarina of Time Master Quest, the game was given reorganized dungeon layouts for greater difficulty. Europe continued to receive this two-game bonus disc free in every copy of The Wind Waker, except for the discounted player's choice version. Ocarina of Time was available through the Wii's Virtual Console service. Nintendo re-released it for the Wii U Virtual Console in July 2015. Ocarina of Time 3D for the 3DS, featuring remade graphics and stereoscopic 3D, was released in mid-June 2011. Ocarina of Time has been made available on the higher tier of Nintendo Switch Online in HD resolution. Ocarina of Time's follow-up, Majora's Mask, was released in April 2000. It uses the same 3D game engine as the previous game and added a time-based concept in which Link, the protagonist, relives the events of three days as many times as needed to complete the game's objectives. It was originally called Zelda Gaiden, a Japanese title that translates as Zelda Side Story. Gameplay changed significantly, in addition to the time limit, Link can use masks to transform into creatures with unique abilities. While Majora's Mask retains the graphical style of Ocarina of Time, it is also a departure, particularly in its atmosphere. It features motion blur, unlike its predecessor. The game is darker in tone, 
dealing with death and tragedy in a manner not previously seen in the series, and has a sense of impending doom as a large moon slowly descends upon the land of Termina to destroy all life. All copies of Majora's Mask are gold cartridges. A limited collector's edition lenticular cartridge label was offered as the pre-order incentive. Copies of the game that are not collector's editions feature a normal sticker cartridge label. Majora's Mask was available on the Wii and Wii U virtual console catalogs. The Legend of Zelda Majora's Mask 3D was released for 3DS in North America and Europe on February 13, 2015 and in Japan and Australia a day later. The Nintendo 64 version was added to Nintendo Switch Online in February 2022. With this, all of the 3D games in the series have been re-released in HD resolution. Oracle of Seasons and Oracle of Ages were released simultaneously for the Game Boy Color in 2001 and interact using passwords or a game link cable. After one game has been completed, the player is given a password that allows the other game to be played as a sequel. They were developed by Flagship in conjunction with Nintendo, with supervision from Miyamoto. After the team experimented with porting the original The Legend of Zelda to the Game Boy Color, they decided to make an original trilogy to be called the Triforce series. When the password system linking the three games proved too troublesome, the concept was reduced to two games at Miyamoto's suggestion. These two games became Oracle of Ages, which is more puzzle-based, and Oracle of Seasons, which is more action-oriented. Both titles were later released on the 3DS Virtual Console. The Game Boy Advance release of A Link to the Past in 2002 featured a new game for Swords, the first multiplayer Zelda. This game introduced Toon Link, a name first used in Super Smash Bros. Brawl to refer to cartoon-based visual designs of Link. For Swords Anniversary Edition was released on September 28th. 2011 as free DC were available until February 20th, 2012. When Nintendo revealed the GameCube on August 24th, 2000, the day before Nintendo's Space World 2000 exposition, a software demonstration showed a realistically styled real-time duel between Ganondorf and Link. Fans and the media speculated that the battle might be from a Zelda game in development at the time. At Space World 2001, Nintendo showed a cel-shaded Zelda game, later released as The Wind Waker in December 2002. Due to poor reception, nothing further was shown until a playable demonstration was ready. Miyamoto felt The Wind Waker would extend Zelda's reach to all ages. The gameplay centers on controlling wind with a baton called the Wind Waker and sailing a small boat around an island-filled ocean, retaining similar gameplay mechanics as the previous 3D games in the series. The Legend of Zelda Collector's Edition, released for the GameCube in 2003, included the original The Legend of Zelda, Zelda II, Ocarina of Time, Majora's Mask, and a demo of the Wind Waker. The Legend of Zelda, 
but Wind Waker HD was released for Wii U in 2013. First Swords Adventures was released for the GameCube in early 2004 in Japan and America and January 2005 in Europe. Based on the handheld Four Swords, First Swords Adventures was another deviation from previous Zelda gameplay focusing on level-based and multiplayer gameplay. The game contains 24 levels and a map screen, there is no connecting overworld. For multiplayer features, each player must use a Game Boy Advance system linked to the GameCube via a Nintendo GameCube Game Boy Advance link cable. The game features a single-player campaign in which using a Game Boy Advance is optional. For Swords Adventures includes two gameplay modes, Hyrulean Adventure, with a plot and gameplay similar to other Zelda games, and Shadow Battle, in which multiple links, played by multiple players, battle each other. The Japanese and Korean versions include an exclusive third segment, Navi Trackers, originally designed as the standalone game Tetris Trackers, which contains spoken dialogue for most of the characters, unlike other games in the Legend of Zelda series. In November 2004 in Japan and Europe, in January 2005 in America, Nintendo released the Minish Cap for the Game Boy Advance. In the Minish Cap Link can shrink in size using a mystical, sentient hat named Eslo. While shrunk, he can see previously explored parts of a dungeon from a different perspective and enter areas through otherwise impassable openings. It was later released on the Wii U Virtual Console. In November 2006, Twilight Princess was released as the first Zelda game on the Wii and later in December as the last Nintendo published game for the GameCube, the console for which it was originally developed. The Wii version features a reversed world where everything that is in the West on the GameCube is in the East on the Wii. The display is mirrored in order to make Link right-handed to make use of the Wii Remote feel more natural for the majority of players. The game chronicles the struggle of a young adult Link to confront the troubles of the Twilight Realm, a mysterious force that appears around and interacts with Hyrule. When he enters this realm, he is transformed into a wolf and loses the ability to use his sword, shield or other items but gains other abilities such as sharpened senses from his new form. Twilight Princess includes an incarnation of Link's horse, Epona, for fast transportation and features mounted battle scenarios including boss battles that were not seen in previous games. Twilight Princess diverted from the cell shading of Wind Waker, integrating graphics featuring more detailed textures, giving the game a darker atmosphere. The Legend of Zelda Twilight Princess HD released for Wii U in 2016. At 2006 Game Developers Conference, a new title Phantom Hourglass for the Nintendo DS was shown. It revealed traditional top-down Zelda gameplay optimized for the DS's features with a cel-shaded 3D graphical style similar to the Wind Waker for GameCube. The game is a direct sequel to the Wind Waker. Phantom Hourglass was released in June 2007 for Japan and October for North America and Europe.
It was later released on the Wii U Virtual Console. The next Legend of Zelda game for the DS, Spirit Tracks, was released in December 2009. In this game, the Spirit Tracks, railroads which chain an ancient evil, are disappearing from Hyrule. Zelda and Link go to the Spirit Tower, the ethereal point of convergence for the tracks, to find out why, but villains steal Zelda's body for the resurrection of the Demon King. Rendered disembodied, Zelda is left a spirit, and only Link and a certain few sages can see her. Together they go on a quest to restore the spirit tracks, defeat the Demon King, and return Zelda to her body. Using a modified engine of the used in Phantom Hourglass, the notably new feature in this game is that the Phantom Guardians seen in Phantom Hourglass are, through a series of events, periodically controllable. It was the first time in the series that both Link and Zelda worked together on the quest. It was later released on the Wii U Virtual Console. A new Zelda game for Wii was in development since the end of 2000s. The new title was revealed at E3 2010 as Skyward Sword, but its release was delayed to 2011. The game, the earliest in the Legend of Zelda timeline, reveals the origins of Hyrule, Ganon, and many elements featured in previous games. It uses Wii's Motion Plus feature as well. It was released on November 20, 2011. The first run included a 25th anniversary CD of fully orchestrated music from various Zelda games, including Skyward Sword. It was made available for download on Wii U in September 2016. The Legend of Zelda Skyward Sword HD, with optional button-only controls, released for Nintendo Switch in 2021.